0: Welcome back to another episode, season three. I'm Roggle, here with Sig. We have some topics we're going to try and cover today. I'm not sure exactly which one Sig's going to enjoy, but he doesn't have a choice. We're going to go back, dig into the bag of ideas that we'd like to throw up on our Discord. So we'll look and see what we have. and We're going to take one of his, since he made me do one of mine, I decided to give me a bunch of shit for it because of how I worded it isn't even fair. Because <laughs> my head, not yours, didn't have to be all perfectly <laughs> written and everything well, else.
1: Well, seeing, seeing as I have three of them, one of which we won't talk about, the other one we need time for, that only leaves one. Process of elimination a bitch. So
2: the favorite comedian one? If you want, or we can do all
0: your, uh, yeah. I no, I was, one of no, That's the one I wanted to do anyway, so all ah, right. I chose it.
2: Uh, I, my, so yeah... You only have two to choose from. I deleted one. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking did.
0: <laughs> so, favorite comedians and their show slash routine. Now, I'm assuming routine, you mean
1: like a stand-up show? Yeah, just any other, or, like, whether it's a comedy special, a special stand-up, comedy. okay, any of their shows. I, okay. I, I, I. That's why it says forward slash routine, because, you know, show routine, whatever you want to call it, because I've... Mm-hmm. I know other people call it different things, and it's not universally known as the same, so... Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: So, you... Do you watch... Do you watch a lot more comedies than you do anything else? Because it... You have, I mean, it seems like you watch a lot more Naked and Afraid and weird documentaries at times, so... I don't I don't know if you really watch too many comedies. I know you don't watch horror movies, so maybe you do watch more comedy stuff.
1: So... I do watch comedy. I do watch comedy specials, and uh, honestly, probably one of the better things about TikTok is seeing a lot of like routines and skits and everything done on on TikTok, and then going, "Oh, wait, this guy's kind of funny," and then go over YouTube, search up the skit or search up the comedian, and and just like watching their stuff, and then maybe they have a Netflix special, maybe they have a Mac special. I don't know. I just kind of dive down the rabbit hole that one comedian for a few days.
0: Because yeah. this is a this is a dying art almost because of the now cancel culture that they have. Nobody can take a joke anymore, so it's it's very, very hard to continue on with comedy because yeah. they are pigeonholed into so many so many things they can and cannot say. They have more things they cannot say now than back in the day. I mean, back in the day,
2: it was... Damn, they yeah. wide open.
1: But That's the thing, like, back in the day, literally,
2: pre-COVID. Mm.
0: You had it, You had... It was around COVID time. It, I mean, yeah, you it had... It was all starting, like... It was very close.
1: Yeah, it was all starting, like, right in the... Uh, 2018, 2019, we started to see, like... I don't want to say resurgence, but we started to see a resurgence of it. starting to happen, and everyone was like, oh my god, fucking serious, and now we're, like, full swing. And... The best like example of this is like Matt Rife, who I think is fucking hysterical. I think his stuff's pure gold on it most times, and he worked his ass off. He did the whole social media thing, which he's stated numerous times he hates. He played to the audience that was there, and then he got his first Netflix special, and he just kind of pissed off a lot of people. He said he'd yeah. rather perform for guys than all the women. You know, women are his mass majority he made some not so clean jokes which again were still funny get the stick out of y'all's ass but i get it i understand where people come from and he was just really quick overnight just everyone was like fuck this and they were trying to cancel him i don't know if they did but i, I still see shit he's, about that a month later he's
0: he's still around i mean it's it's gonna change, but his his comedy is way different than how a lot of other comedy is because that that style that they have of crowd work and things like that, there he interacts with his crowd a lot more than your conventional comedian of like yeah. Robin Williams and you know Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, those guys. They they were just joke, 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 Eddie Murphy, yep. joke, 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 joke. Not a whole lot of back and forth with that. And if anybody was to heckle from the outside, they're gone. Yep. Or they would shoot him down, give him shit, and they were gone. But that Raph lives off that. He just gives no interaction. I don't know how much show he actually has. Because now, he was in Wild Now with with Nick Cannon, and that's how he got his start in comedy with a lot of that stuff, because he yep. was doing that. So I don't know if he had much before. He but did. I know he's, I've caught he... I've, I've him on that before. He was really young in Wild Now.
1: I think he's been trying to do this since he's like 12 or 14, like teenage. Mm.
0: I think so, wow. I remember him more when he was in Wild Out than that and then he stepped out from that when he got I think he was fired from Wild Out I don't remember Um, but then he started to show up more on, I caught him more on TikTok than anything else that's all I yeah, same. caught him after that so saw him on that and his crowd work is, is very very well done uh, he does push the limits and I like that he's not you know, and it's always the, the white and the white and black thing back and yeah. forth of racial slurs things like that he doesn't push it he does hint into it he does tease it but he does it tastefully in my opinion because if you can't take a joke then you, you shouldn't be either one in a comedy show because that's exactly what it's meant for Yeah. you to fucking laugh and forget about everything else going on around you and if you can't do that you're in the wrong spot you have to be able to open your mind and what's, what's why you're there
1: it was Howie Mandel of all people who said this, and I believe it was on, like america Got Talent several years ago when he was, there was a comedian that came on stage and he's making a lot of jokes about like his disabilities and uh some struggles he grew up with and he was just making jokes of it. And mm-hmm. you could tell the crowd wasn't too like, they were like, ooh, can we laugh at that type situation. And Howie Mandel said it best of, of, you know, comedy is born out of misery. Like, mm-hmm. through our pains and suffering, we find light by making fun of it. And by making fun of it, it kind of just almost ceases to exist or it's not as bad as it was. But the problem is, like you were saying earlier, with like the likes of Rock Williams, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, with their era of comedy, it was very much a... Comedians on stage, you respect them, you don't talk, you don't do anything, you are there, you pay to go see them, and they have earned the right for you to kind of shut the fuck up, sit down, pay attention to them. And it's not just like comedy, because you see that a lot too with like um, uh, artists, like musicians, sorry, as well. And the biggest one I personally can think of because it's very, very relevant in my childhood is like country music between George Strait and Garth Brooks. You had George Strait who was very traditional country. Of, you know, he's gonna sit there, he's gonna strum his guitar, he's gonna sing. You paid to see him, you're gonna see him and listen to him. Whereas Garth Brooks was the exact polar opposite of he was very eccentric. He was very flamboyant flamboyant with his uh, music and his entrances and his uh, production value and all that he was over the top and they were like he was a performer yeah he, there was night and day what he did yeah and nowadays you're having that same thing it was like 10 15 years ago 20 years ago you had respect on stage and now comedians are trying to go well shit i can't tell those jokes i can't do even like you know a decade 15 and even 20 years ago of i can't do what dane cook and daniel tosh was doing where they were just being raunchy and rowdy and they could do some crowd work as well but it's still like you went to go see them they they've uh, controlled the stage controlled the audience and now we're seeing the audience has more control over the act over the performance than anything else if they don't like it then you either have to be really damn good at crowd work which i would say people like matt rife and I can't think of this other comedian that I've I've stumbled upon on TikTok recently, but they have really good crowd work where they're like, okay, well you can shit on me, but I'm going like we're gonna go back and forth. I'm gonna yeah. make you feel stupid, or I'm gonna like we're gonna have fun with this. And you see so many other comedians who like you hear boo, this sucks, or somebody's just heckling to be a heckler and to be a piece of shit, and the comedian's just like I don't know what to do, like they're mm-hmm. just. And they can be seasoned veterans too, like been doing this for ten, fifteen, twenty years, and they're still just like, "Uh, oh shit, I haven't had this. I, I, I. Oh, uh, damn." Mm-hmm. So it's and then of course everyone's walking on eggshells of can I make this joke? Can I go into this realm or have to be G rated? Even PG stuff so yeah. will get you canceled. Look at you, Disney.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just like, uh. <laughs> Kramer from Seinfeld, Michael Richards, when he had his meltdown because he was being heckled and his mouth got him in trouble. Yep. I mean, it was, I mean, essentially it was just Rachel Soares were thrown out and that pretty much canceled him before cancel culture was a thing, but that was known in, that was, it's well known. Yeah, it's That's one well thing documented. You do not do. I mean, it's obviously You don't say stuff like that regardless in your show, things like that. So he got pissed. He said it, and he was done. And so that's, I mean, back then, that's what happened. Nowadays, it doesn't have to be anything of that. It just has to be something to make somebody mad or upset to get somebody fueled up enough to come after you and have a bunch of idiots fall behind him and say, yeah, I believe in what you're saying. Like, okay, so Matt says he wants to perform in front of guys and not women. Okay, he can't have an opinion now. Yep. He doesn't want to deal with women. Maybe he's maybe he's tired of it. Maybe he's tired of being, you know, a sex symbol. You know, I don't know.
2: I don't know what's always been said because a woman can say that stuff. Yeah. You know. But it kind of back nope. it goes back and forth. No, it kind of goes back and forth. What can he say? What can he not say? But they want to
0: pick and choose. So I don't know if it's it's going to go one way or another. Will he get canceled?
2: Probably not. Well, his well, his shows probably dipped down a little bit, maybe. But look at um, not Louis C.K. Yeah, Lucy was Lucy K. Who was he's had a terminal or turbulent in trouble.
0: stuff. He was canceled for a little while. He came back and is
2: now talking about what happened. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't think like I, I mean, I definitely think Matt Rife is canceled by any means but he's definitely hurting right now and it's very evidential with like the skits and everything you're seeing or his uh performances you can see he's a little bit more reserved you can tell he's maybe wants to say this joke or he wants to finish a different way he he changed it well i was watching a, a tiktok video of his where i've seen the same joke numerous times through him with my, and I do mean like minor little tweaks, like change the city, change your girl's name type thing, to mm-hmm. he changed the whole outcome of it and it doesn't hit the same, but it was more user friendly. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's no fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they got to him for now. Um, but then you have, God, I can't think. Oh, then you have people who, like, I absolutely love Gabriel Iglesias. Where he doesn't he doesn't get into that controversial. He stays away from politics, he stays away from religion. And he's made a very successful, great career out of it. Movies, T V shows, lots of specials, lots of uh uh stand up time. And I think he's retiring this year too. I think he's retiring in twenty twenty four, if I remember correctly. This is his last tour run.
0: Could he's, be right. I mean he's been around for a while and he's getting not that he's getting up there in 80, but he's getting to the point, I think he may in be, he may be done with it. There. So, I know he does he does a little more acting, but if he's done touring, you know, cool. I imagine he'll come back and do do random stuff like they do every now and then, you know, pop in and out. But I mean, Gona, because he had he had some some great stand-up
1: shows. Uh, he's like um, one my my go-to that I can watch over and over again, and be be perfectly happy and content. Be like, all right, it's so funny. Yeah.
0: Then, I mean, you have other ones, other comedians that get cancelled within their own culture, within comedy itself. Carlos Mencia. Yep. I saw, he came to he came to Iraq when he had his uh, Mind of Mencia show going on everything else. And it was funny at the time. Everything about it was great. I mean, obviously we're in Iraq, we got to see a comedy show and a, a big name comedian at the time. Got to see a real but person. then, when he was called out by Joe Rogan for stealing Jokes from other comedians, yep, and all that went down. I mean, you can find it on YouTube still. Yeah, no, I um, remember that him calling him on stage. So, I mean, you get you get caught doing that, called out for it, and I mean that that pretty much ruined him. He was done after that. He had a run. I mean, he had his show and everything else, and he pushed he pushed a lot of limits as well
2: with his comedy. Yep. He touched a lot of a lot of other things, but um, I think with the way that. Comedians are. I just hope that it doesn't it doesn't die out and it just
0: forms into something that's able to continue. I don't I but I think, think it'll be tough for people to take a joke. I
1: don't think it'll die out. I think what's going to happen is
2: is it's going to fizzle and it's going to
1: be kind of oh, it's the best way to put this? It's, it's going to kind of go back to the underground scene of you know, Netflix is not going to invest a lot in comedy specials because, one, Netflix has to approve of all the jokes. Like, Mm -hmm. even Gabriel Iglesias mentioned that in his last special, and I think other comedians have said, you know, I I had to watch what I'm saying, they'll poke fun at Netflix early on. And, you know, they control the jokes, they control the nature of all of it. So I think what we're going to see is a dwindle and we're going to see people just kind of like not be on big screens or not be on main streaming platforms. And because we're seeing the rise of TikTok uh, comedian skits, and we're going to see third parties, apps as well, maybe even YouTube, as long as they don't become aligned, to put it lightly. And they're just mm-hmm. like, yep, yeah, say what you want type thing. You know, don't talk about killing anybody. it will be fine. But... I think we'll see it dwindle and it just kind of comes an old school MySpace type mentality of everything's underground. You want to see something, you go talk, TikTok, search this word, or search for that that comedian. Go to YouTube, search this comedian. We're going to see a spike in that virtual space, but we won't see it in Netflix or Hulu or Disney or whatever. Um, we're going to see those dwindle, and those numbers kind of go away. And then five, ten years down the road when everybody's realized that stick was shoved way too far up everyone's asses, and mm-hmm. they realize, oh, we canceled a bunch of people f- over, over a joke. Uh, maybe we were wrong. And then we're going to have a
2: resurgence of gold comedy. Yeah, I think but you get it. Yeah.
1: I don't think we'll get exactly. back to the era of like Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams. We're not going. like That won't happen again, because that was all no, like Robin Williams, love the dude, favorite actor. <laughs> he would be canceled. I never, like I
0: never knew how raunchy or crazy Robin Williams was until I saw <laughs> him live. on The live on Broadway one that he that he had, But yeah. I wasn't. I love Robin Williams is always so wholesome in all of his movies. So you know, I missed out Fire and you know, last movies like that. Like <laughs> the G. okay, so his Robin Williams <laughs> does all these voices, but then you put him in. Uh, on stage, and it's just like, holy Fleet shit! 180. I mean, obviously, he's a grown-ass man, but he's been around for a long time, and even his shows when he was younger, like Mork and Mindy and things like that, he even had a lot of lines in that show that were pushing the limit of uh-huh. TV at that time, too. But then, like I said, I'd never seen him uh, live until I watched that one. and Or not live, but like a, a stand-up until I saw that one, and wow. Blew my mind, but it made me made me like him even more because he had different sides of the innocent side you see a lot of the movies, and then you have the adult version on stage, which was mind blowing. It was crazy. I didn't because I knew I knew Eddie Murphy and everybody else, but that was
1: different. See, I knew Eddie. I knew Chris Rock. I I honestly like I knew Robin Williams did comedy. I never watched it growing up. I was probably like 20 when somebody sent me a clip and was like, oh my God, did you know this? Like, this was said by Rob- Robin Williams. I was like, whatever. So I had to look it up on YouTube, like, oh my God. And like, to say that dude, that legend, literally flip of a switch, he could play characters like Mrs. Doubtfire. He could voice over on Disney for The Genie mm-hmm. and many other voices. He could, you know, do this family friendly very very nice skits and then he gets on comedy stages and he is just triple x-rated like he is just raunchy he is like oh, right. a lot everything he says is fucking hilarious but there's definitely times where i'm watching especially now going he would be canceled <laughs> so quick so quick and i'm oh, saying yeah. this right now y'all fucking go after robbie williams you will be i'm telling you you won't live that dude's a, a legend, an icon. Too many people love him. He he can't be canceled. But no, but no, he can't. They've they've I've seen it happen with people that've already passed sadly, stupidly. But will we ever get that type of comedic structure again? No. Is Robin Williams probably my favorite? Yes, only because I knew him for so long as the genie from Aladdin and then Mrs. Doubtfire. And then, um co-teacher, oh, my teacher, like, I, I knew him from all these movies. <laughs> I'm just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And now, behind-the-scenes stuff, has started uh, leaking, so to speak, started to be revealed. And, like, his skits on Sesame Street, where it's just as simple, where he's trying to hand Elmo a stick. Yeah. <laughs> the actor keeps messing up the line or whatever, and he's like, fuck, come on, Elmo. <laughs> Like, I online? yeah you fucked it up <laughs> that's all that <laughs> what <laughs> i would watch sesame street if this was happening yeah
0: yeah i mean i, I watched a lot of deaf comedy jam growing up as well with like jamie fox chris yeah. tucker Martin lawrence all those guys bernie Mac. i mean all those guys were on there and bernie Mac is one that you will never duplicate him Nope. citizen entertainer Nope. Like Dale Hughley, a lot of those guys,
1: and the Kings of Comedy. With, you won't replace yes, any of them. Bernie Mac, with the way he's delivered all of his stuff. Steve Harvey, don't forget him. You can't. So you can't talk about the Kings without.
0: And it's there's so many different ways that they all they all delivered their their comedy, but out of the four, Bernie Mac was my favorite just because yeah. he said it exactly how it was and how he felt it, and didn't care. And he would say, "I don't give a shit. Yeah. But I'll I'll tell you the truth," and. That's just how that's how comedy is, and if you deliver it in that way, people receive it that way. Yeah. And that's how at that Back at that then. time Back then, yes. it was it was received. They're like I'm going to say this, you're going to take it this way, because it's just the the uh, persona that he had when he walked on stage. Yeah. But then he took it from that to the Bernie Mac show, and he took a lot of his stuff from his show from his stand up, put it in that show. Obviously, it was tamed down a lot, but. Yeah.
1: That's an understatement. It was but yes, definitely, definitely I was like put I there. watched the Bernie Mac show. I was allowed to, which means it was tamed down a lot.
0: <laughs> and it was. It was. It was funny in itself, and it was a show that he, of, of a skit that he had talked about. So yeah, it was definitely one that ones to watch on that one too. I mean, it's. But I think also with there's the TV shows that we have that we watch, I don't see a lot of those guys as as much as stand up, because I'm trying to think. Of, Any shows that i really watched that have a lot of stand-up comedians
1: in them now. But I know back then, like now I can't think of any. Well, I mean, Gabriel Iglesias had his Netflix TV show, Mr. Iglesias. And it had a couple stand-ups in them. Um,
2: Oh, Medea
1: technically has comedians in it.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm looking more like a...
0: Like Bernie Mac's show. That's oh, okay. that's Based off his into skits, a show. Gotcha. Yeah. Or not doesn't be based off his skits, but like going from that to that, yeah. like um Bill Engel, when he had his his TV show. <laughs> yeah. know, he had his. He was good. Tim Allen.
1: The Foxworthy show. Last
0: man standing, home improvement. Like Tim Allen is another And if you don't know is another one like Robert Williams, who is a very wholesome dad in these shows.
1: But oh, yeah, in the shows, I like to do is arrest in the show. But is chill out. <laughs> way, yes, but is way off that in his stand-up. He, he's off kilter very, in very
2: stand-up.
0: Way, yes, so that's the thing too. It's like he took he takes some of his comedy, puts it in the shows, it's tamed down. But I mean, even in his, his movies, he has the same thing. But it's it's guys like that now. Like I can't. Yeah, he's my Santa Claus. I can't. I can't
1: <laughs>
0: yes. I can't think of anybody. You go from being arrested for cocaine to playing Santa Claus.
1: I don't know. No. I'm I'm trying to think because, like, I mean, I watch a a lot. I cannot. I can't think of anything that was like started off skits and then converted, basically. Like, Mm -hmm. comedian to TV. The closest you get is Mr. Iglesias from Gabriel Iglesias, but even then, he doesn't have a lot of his. Skip material in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have a couple jokes that get said on his for, on his tours that have made their way in there. Yeah, This Tosh O count? I don't know if that's still. Yeah, about, I mean but... that would.
0: That, no, it's not. There's okay that, that
2: show that show got canceled. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> what's the uh? He won. I can't remember the, the 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 comedian competition, but he had he ended up getting his man, uh, He got his own show when it's named
0: after his damn name. I can't. It starts with an M. I can't remember his damn name. Um, he's. I don't think he's funny, but he got his own show. Hash Point Oh only
1: got canceled a couple years ago. Chill out. Yeah, I wasn't saying like it like recently, but I knew you it. may you may sound like it was forever ago. It's only a couple years. Start with an M and he won. Mandi. Man- not Mandini.
2: No, it's I've no I am not It's like Was it the I, comedy I can't knockout
1: tournament or oh, show, whatever it was called?
2: I can't remember like it's a comedian competition. It was I mean America's... Tiffany. No, not Tiffany Haddish. No, it was a guy. What the hell is his name? My statement holds. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I'm not gonna be able to think of it. Um. Oh, Cedric the Entertainer has a show.
0: Oh yeah, but he's got it, going on it, yeah, that he's got. But it's. I mean, it's not obviously off of his skin. He doesn't have no. some of his stuff in there. But, um,
2: I'm trying to think of like I'm watching. It. It's and it's not. It's not bad. I think it's funny. But it's not anywhere close or ties into his, his comedy tours. No, not at all. I'm trying to, just, I don't know, I'm trying to, I can't think of the dude's name.
1: I need more information than anything. he won a it's competition.
0: A, <laughs> I, I can't remember what fuck competition it was.
2: I don't know if it make me laugh or, it's been a few years since he won it, but um, he had one I think it was funny. Um, but know, yeah, like
0: it seems like there's more when we were growing up you'd see more of the comedians that had their shows on, you know, TGI Fridays or it was a Monday night show, those those big slots that they had for those shows, but there's not like
2: now. It's all I mean, obviously anymore anything big is gonna be streaming.
1: Yeah. Lights yes. it, all flickered. No, I mean I'm I'm trying to think I honestly. The only one that's coming in, like, to mind that has skit material or stuff based off of his skits is Gabriel Iglesias. Cedric's new one has some. Um, the Wayne Brothers, I guess, but
2: they're not active. No. I mean, they, had yes, you look like they had a TV show. They had a TV show and they did White Chick.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've done multiple movies. Yeah, it's a scary movie, one through yeah. nine. I don't, don't how
1: many did those. Uh, I would, Little I was saying they're probably, good movies, no, but I, I would they say they're movies. probably most notoriously known for white chicks. And yeah, as that seems to be the one thing that gets brought up in interviews, even now, what's the chances of doing it? Like, do you understand? We were in makeup for nine hours, <laughs> no, we ain't doing this again, yeah. Um, i can't think of anybody i mean steve harvey but he has family feud and his tv like his talk show
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's, it's, it's a it's a different that's a different world sadly but yeah speaking of tgi friday though like i had to explain i've been trying to explain tgi friday to my oldest you know whopping six and a half years old
2: She's still trying to grasp the concept of like you know tv shows back to back with commercials so,
1: like we have, you we have go to
0: youtube don't they'll, they'll have the they have the three three or four hour block
1: mm-hmm.
0: with oh. commercials in it
1: i know i can also just go with peacock because it's the, the free version where you know or the four dollars a month where it still has commercials Um, uh, which is funny because she's good with them for like one episode because, oh, I want that. Oh, this looks fun. Dad, can we get that? Next episode. Dad.
0: Like, jokes on you. That was my whole life.
1: And, oh. Uh, side note. So she's, I'm trying to realize she's very possessive of the remote, Apple TV remote. So, like, she'll walk around with it. And she'll sit at the table when she's eating lunch. And she'll, she'll hold it. She doesn't put the damn thing down. She'll hold it or she'll sit on the couch and she's just doing this like holding it
0: (laughs) right in her chest.
1: So, like the other day, the other day I went up. I was like, Hey, let me have the remote. She's, I'm watching TV. Let me have the remote. Okay. So, I literally just placed it on the arm of the couch. I didn't even want to watch it. I just placed it on the arm of the couch and she's, Why do you do that? What are you 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 doing? Don't need to hold on to the remote. No (laughs) one's going to take it from you. This isn't my childhood. You're safe. You're fine. You even have the TV. Your brother has the iPad. You guys are content. It's fine. Your mom and I don't need to watch TV. Oh, okay. And then, sure enough, she'll change it to something else, and that remote just goes right back to her chest, and she just holds on to it.
2: <laughs> Put the remote down. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: I like you are like. Apparently, that's genetics she's just reliving my childhood trauma of having to go. Nope, you can't have the remote. I'm watching my Saturday morning cartoons. Go away. No. Uh. I'm watching Power Rangers. No, go away. We'll watch that
0: later. It's funny you saw the exact technique of where you're holding it and putting it down. Yeah. Look, look, can't have. It, can't have. can get. It. it doesn't go away ever. It, it, really, <laughs> it, really, it really doesn't.
1: It really does It's muscle memory after 20 years. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, well, that's yeah, it, that's
0: too. It. It. I mean, you're missing you're missing the Saturday morning cartoons, which one comedian had that was like we talked about before. Harry Mandel. He had Bobby's world. He voiced a good portion of that one. which he voiced still to my well, he had Bobby for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dick you didn't other send other me that characters. text
2: going
1: this is a split screen. You got no fucking shit screen.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I even told you that. But uh, his, his stand up when he did that voice, I remember watching, I think it was on Showtime or something like that. But when he did that voice and he had his Jerry, his Jerry Curl permed out hair that he had and sweating his ass off doing that voice, and I'm looking at my, my dad, because my dad, I watched a lot of it with my dad growing up. But we watched a lot of comedians stand up, where probably a lot before I really should have, because I didn't understand half the jokes they were saying. My dad be laughing his ass off. I'm trying to figure out, like, why is he laughing? I don't get it. So you just laugh along? It wasn't funny. <laughs> no, was like, I, did I was like that awkward ha, ha, laugh, like, I don't know what's going on type thing. So, yeah, but he did that voice, and all of a sudden Bobby's world shut. I'm like, I fucking know this. Like, I've seen this guy before. I know this voice. And I told my dad, he's like, yeah, that's him. I'm like, so he goes from talking like that to playing the little kid in the cartoon, voicing him. It's like, yep, that's how it works. Holy shit. Like, and he was not saying stuff that a little boy like that would be saying. He was saying some weird shit. Bobby
2: wouldn't say this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Bobby would
0: have told you to fuck off and run you over with a tricycle. (laughs) But it's like, damn.
1: No, no, I mean.
0: Like, seeing that stuff happen was crazy at that
2: age.
1: No, I mean, yeah, it's. I would definitely say it was a desensitized environment at the time be the best way to put it. i like should we have watched that? No. Absolutely fucking not. Would I let my kids watch that now? No. Absolutely fucking not. Why I let them watch Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> they watch it on Disney. <laughs> but no, like I don't know. It it's it's so fun because we have we've talked. I, I think I told you this um either on an episode in season two or Recently, like, my daughter found my collection of CDs, like, burnt CDs. And she's like, well, how do you know what's on here? Well, I either wrote the songs on it, like this one, or this one just says something mix. Well, what's on it? I don't fucking know. Let's find out. I haven't explained, you know, it only had 80 megabytes, or it had 120 megabytes, something really small, just enough for 8 to 12 songs. But from that to... Her getting so frustrated with with apps because they're starting to have commercials on them because we're going well. What the fuck's the point of paying twenty dollars for Netflix when I can just pay five, get ads? And sure, they're an inconvenience, but guess what? Now I get to go. Oh, there's that. I'm gonna go pee. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. make my snack. Like, like how things used to like, be. Yeah, it it was just to the point where like it's so much muscle memory i'm uh, sure it's annoying at first but that uh after like one or two then you're going you know what i'm kind of hungry i'll just wait till the commercial i will say there there comes a time now where i'm like the fuck's the commercial coming i go pee, <laughs> I
0: need I go pee, pee, pee. granted you can uh, probably pause it
1: yes but here's the thing i was gonna get into that because there's been a couple times where we're like oh come on. come on okay it's been on a 15 minute stretch I know they only have four four commercials during this hour long. I'm like doing the potty dance or whatever in my seat. And also I'm like, mm, fuck it. Pause. Go to the bathroom. Come back. Unpause it. Two more minutes. Commercial.
2: Oh, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate you.
1: It's fun it's it's more funny like when I do it when my kids are around and they're playing or watching a tablet or whatever. Um, mostly like in my room or my office they'll be doing arts and crafts over there at the table and i'll sit here i'll just be watching a show and i'll be like okay uh, okay space bar, bar pause i gotta go pee and i come back and i'm like god damn it what's wrong dad oh, it's a commercial i had to go pee i was trying to hold it and i couldn't hold it long enough because i was holding it for the past 15 minutes and i knew i could hold it and now it's just like i had to go oh you should have waited. No shit. <laughs> Thanks. Didn't know that. I waited 15 minutes, not 17. My bad. <laughs> now, granted, there are some platforms where like you can see the commercial markers. So I'll definitely like, hover over and be like, yeah, I got time. Yeah. I ain't hold it. Yeah, it's fine. And you see some, like, span within 10 minutes, you see three dots, and you're going, I'm gonna go make some food, because clearly nothing happens in this part of the show because that's where all the commercials are at so it's not important to the storyline but it it's so different but so funny that to see that with my kids and i'm like we're gonna watch commercials why (laughs) oh but look at that toy oh what is that dad change it nope we're gonna watch this commercial The exception of YouTube in the middle of the night because that fucking thing knows I don't like the exorcism and it's gonna force me (laughs) to watch a goddamn exorcism ad every night. Stupid. I don't even watch anything scary on YouTube. Why is it giving me the ad? That's what you get, though.
2: That's what you get. You're just gonna lay back and relax. That's what you get. Yeah. Do
0: you still watch a lot of a lot of stand a comedy, like old stuff, yeah. or do you try more watch Both. more new stuff?
1: Okay, I I creature of habit and of repetition, I guess would be best. It's like I like the old stuff because I know how it goes. I like it. I know like what to expect. Robin Williams, raunchy. Tim Allen, raunchy. Kings of Comedy, funny ass shit. It can go from raunchy to funny to uh, I don't want to say family friendly, but relatable. Like it's all funny. Mm-hmm to like the newer stuff it's if i see a new uh like comedy special on say netflix or amazon i probably probably damn near all the time like over 90 percent, i will go find their skits on tiktok and look for short little like one to three minute skits and see if it's worth my time to invest and if they're not funny in a minute if they're not funny in three minutes then i'm uh, it's not my my cup of tea but um like, I watch uh, Grant from American America's Got Talent. Like, I watch Drew Lynch, and I watch uh, Sam Con- Conroe. Is that his last name? But anyways, Sam has Tourette's, so he has tics and everything. He makes fun of it, and he plays into it. And then Drew Lynch had a very bad speech in- uh, speech impediment where he would stutter a lot because he got took a softball to the head as a high schooler. Though, but found from America's got talent he was very pg both of them were very pg on agt found his stuff after agt and you're like oh <laughs> you're not pg friendly this is awesome and like it's better um but i, don't know, I tend to stumble upon my comedians where i'm like oh yeah i should well, i should watch this i should listen to this i I'll do that. Or it's like podcast episodes. They're like, we have a special guest on. It's like, who the fuck are you? TikTok.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get you can get caught in a deep rabbit hole when it comes to a lot of those comedians like that because that gets very, very weird at times. And you do come across some comedians, you're like, why are you showing me this? It's not funny. I don't find anything about it funny. But then you go to the next one, they're hilarious. But it's, um... I think one one guy that I would like to see have a show. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he has. Is Burt Pressure.
1: Does he not have a show?
0: I don't know if he does. I don't think he has a show. I know he
2: has, obviously, that movie that just came out, The Mechanic. But maybe he didn't have a show. He had... I don't know what Burt the Conqueror is. But I th- no, I think it- I can't remember a TV show. I want to see he had a TV show. I'm thinking about it, but I don't know who it was. I don't think it was. I, I could be getting yeah, something's burning. Something's burning. I think it's a show that he had. or is that the? No, that was a that was a, that was a YouTube show. Um, I want to see he has some, but anyways, that, that- he's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. His Two guys, two bears, one cave. Yep. Yeah.
0: that they have their, their podcast. Hilarious.
2: Listen to um, it. Yeah,
0: the mechanic movie. Did you watch that? No, not yet. It's, it's good. It's, okay. it's it's definitely it's worth watching. Um, but if he had a show or if he had, I thought he I was. Not, say, he,
1: he I, may I, have. Thought he, he may have had a guest appearance type where he was there. in a couple of episodes, but I could have sworn I saw him on a, a TV show. I can't even say recently because my catalog of shows will literally range from new episodes that just debuted like a week ago to mm-hmm. forty years ago.
0: Now there there is a show with two comedians that's coming out. One is a very controversial comedian, as in the last five to seven
2: five years, with being Roseanne. Okay. And Tim Allen are going to have a show together. Now, this is, it was pitched.
0: Um, I don't know if it's going to have any type of um, gravity where it's going to keep going, but it was pitched and received very well. So we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens. I don't know any really any idea about the whole concept of the show or whatever, Um, but it's going to have the same feel of Tim Allen in Last Man Standing slash Home Improvement style but I don't think they're going to do him as the father figure. He's going to have a different, but he's going to have that style of character, but not a father figure. Gotcha. And how he is. And I don't know you, how Roseanne's going to be, though. You,
1: you think they would let him do that with him signed to a multi year contract with Disney? It depends. Uh, Santa on Claus where. and Toy Story?
0: It, well, he was making Last Man Standing and everything on the same contract.
1: Yeah, but he was making it on ABC, which was owned by Disney. Yeah. So which they, I'm they sure it, might, the it narrative. may be ABC as
0: well. And it, it's, going, it's going to be probably around the same thing. It's not going to be full fledged of everything else because Last Space Sandy swapped from ABC to another, to, was it Fox? Fox? I want to say it was Fox, I think.
1: Which Disney now owns. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: by them too. I mean, the end of the day, Disney's going you to know, own everything anyway, so. I don't uh, I don't know really what's gonna happen or if it's gonna happen, but it was well received and what they talked about, so I would like to see it because those two going back and forth could make for a good show. Yeah. And see,
1: I like Tim Allen well, a lot. Great. I just I don't I do Roseanne is the only one that's like, eh. She's tough to I... take. Well like I've seen I've seen some current I wouldn't say stand up because definitely not stand-ups, but I've seen like just current videos circulating with her and I'm just like it comes across very oh what's
2: kind of, the word kind of and rude?
1: No, just like disconnected. Oh, yeah. Where you're like you really need like kinda like you need to shut up. You 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 have no idea what the plight is about or anything. But granted, that's a lot of Hollywood. A lot of those people are like, "I feel yeah. your pain, bitch." No, you don't. <laughs> I promise you, living in that mansion of yours, you don't know what it's like. Yeah, but thank you. But,
0: it's one I'd uh, like to see because i like to see how they could be, it, it,
1: it could be interesting. It could be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so that's
2: that's what I did see.
1: Oh, there was a. There was a. Goddamn it. There was a. The reason why I posted this in Discord is there was a comedian was getting ready to have a stand-up special. I don't remember where. He's a British comedian. Oh, this is going to piss me off, though. I'm sure I'm going to text you at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Got it, bitch! Just person. And you're like,
2: shh,
1: <laughs> sleeping. Um, God damn it. But he was really funny. And then there was an Irish guy, too. And yeah, they're just fucking hilarious you can't understand half the shit the irish dude says unless he slows down because once he starts telling his joke and he's like picking speed and starts talking really really fast and you're like what <laughs> what what hold on <laughs> accent um uh, really wish i could think of the name but really funny guys This is gonna bug me now i gonna send you it once i figure out and you're gonna... I'm gonna be like oh yeah i s- i know about him i know of him yeah yeah fuck off
0: if I remember the guy talk, that I've been talking about, it starts his name starts with an M, I'll let you know, too, because I guarantee I'll, I'll think about it later.
1: We haven't Googled much yet, we're episode three.
2: No, it's, I, we're trying to break that habit. Maybe. <laughs> then I'm just being lazy right
1: now. Right, look, the only habit I'm going to break is to forcing myself to do 100 episodes. <laughs> we'll do it again.
0: I do think, though,
1: Mitch Hedberg
0: in the way that he did his comedy yeah. from from at that point was another one that was different in the way he he made everything simple seem a lot more simple in the way that he talked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just...
0: The, the shit that he said, it, 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 had, it was his delivery. And the fact that he was high and drunk the entire time he was doing his, his stand-up was amazing. And he could remember all that shit, because the guy had to be hired a kite. <laughs> Do everything.
1: <laughs> it was hilarious. A, a kite was low. He was higher than a Boeing seven
2: thirty seven. Shit.
1: Uh, what's your take
2: on? Um, God damn uh, the
1: blue collar gang. There we go with Jeff Foxworthy being Bill uh Ron White. I hate Larry the Campbell Guy. I couldn't stand.
0: Yeah. He was a, Larry the Cable Guy was a gimmick. He even said it himself. He oh, yeah. didn't talk like that. Everything else. He was his gimmick. He wrote it. You know, good good on him for having that. I didn't find his comedy too funny. Bill Ingle, I love. Ron White, I love too. Jeff Foxworthy was just that Bill and and Jeff were those those punchline guys that had just their, their comedy that they had. The Here's Your Sign from Bill yeah. Engle from and then the redneck stuff from Jeff Foxworthy. I mean, that was just stuff that was great for the time. They were funny. And you know they had their they had a time and it died. Um, but Ron White,
1: um, Bill's current stuff, stuff is current. is still funny.
0: I haven't heard anything of uh, recently oh. of his.
1: You, uh, he did a. I don't know if it's a tour, but he did a performance where he's talking about his time um, of like he was talking about COVID. He's stuck at home with his wife, who he hasn't been stuck at home with day after day for so long, and he talks <laughs> about how he was basically a part-time husband where he he'd be gone for you know two to three weeks at a time come home for a week leave for two to three weeks or longer at a time and he was only there so they always got to make things you know interesting for that one week he was there or two weeks and then covid hit and he was there for six months he's like don't know what to do it's like you do this every day why (laughs) he has some new material out that's hilarious i again i stumble upon that via tiktok yeah i was like oh this must be old until he's like yeah when we were locked down during covid i went hold on this is (laughs) someone like something. i gotta find this uh ron whites he he's hit and miss like he's funny i like a lot of his stuff but he's hit and miss uh larry annoyed me like there were certain things like he he definitely had a couple jokes that were like it made me laugh because it was relatable at the time, but it was just for the most part I hated the 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 voice and the get her done because man when that caught fire, fucking everywhere. Yeah, I used to remember that being like even football practice, we'd have a head coach who just loved that like he loved Larry the cable guy, and he'd be like, all right, get it done. I was like, shut
0: up. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was one of those catchphrases that caught on.
1: Like Jeff Foxworthy, though. I mean, I knew him more from like TV specials and uh, 12 Days of Redneck Christmas," Mm -hmm. and then I got into like the Blue Collar Tour, and I was like, "Oh, okay, he's to a degree he's relatable. It's funny, but the moment he started getting like the the repetitiveness of okay, every show he has, it's going to be twenty minutes of redneck. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah." You're just recycling the material. You may tell this joke every six tours, but it's still the same shit I heard last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love Billingville. Well, I think he's fucking hilarious. I love his comedy shows, like his actual TV shows, and what? his routines. Uh, one person, I can tell you I got a lot of shit growing up, and I probably still do. Shouldn't say growing up, because it makes me sound like I was like five or six. In my teenage years, uh, and I still get a lot of shit now where when people's like, who did you listen to? I'm like, oh, fucking Dane Cook. You want to know where I get my mannerisms and my attitude from and just going, all right, I can do this. And he's one of those comedians that went from uh, comedic stand-up, well, Webtoon to comedic stand-up to movies and TV shows and, you know, Employee of the Month. Fucking hilarious. still. Like, watch it at least once or twice a year. Uh, good luck Chuck just funny because again if you know my past not you don't even know my past history because I wasn't a floozy but the fact that in high school I had the reputation ill-earned by the way I had a reputation of being a man whore even though I wasn't fucking sleeping around and I'll tell you why I actually I have a theory because no one's ever told me this but I have a theory there's a lot of girls who thought I was gay because I have a gay brother and again, this was a time of gay genetic dumbasses. It's like, oh, he has a gay brother. He must be gay. So girls like me. I got to do a lot of stuff. Got to go shopping. Got to go to dressing rooms, all that stuff. And then I just had a lot of girlfriends. So I got titled man whore. My assumption. Don't know if it's true. Didn't sleep with anybody.
2: Didn't sleep with me. What? <laughs> <One.
1: One. laughs> what? But anyways... I, I just remember Dane Cook and I remember watching him and everyone was like, oh my God, you watch Dane Cook? He's not funny. I was like, yeah, the fuck he is. I had all his albums. I had all the CDs. I still do. Like, mm-hmm. as it really pissed people off when like I was, fuck you. Like, what are you doing? Oh, the Sufi. Not only am I pissed at you, I'm super pissed at you. <laughs> my kids may know how to do that.
2: <laughs> now, if you're talking about ones that had CDs, like Dan Cook's CDs were great. But we had before him, Adam Sandler was another one we had. Oh, yeah.
0: Adam yeah. Sandler's
1: CDs were, were good. He, I didn't start getting into him. Was like growing up, I knew who Adam Sandler was. I loved his movies. I hated his comedy routines. I hated them. And when people were like, oh, I like, I like Adam Sandler, I'd be like, oh, like SNL? Okay, he's okay on there. And they're like, no, this movie, oh yeah, Eight Crazy Nights amazing. Other people are like, no, stand up, didn't you hear it? They play like this is shit. This is shit. He's better on little Nikki. Fuck this shit. Like I was like I did not like his stand ups I,
0: I, I hate but, little Nikki. I can't stand that movie. The way he talks in it drives me nuts. I, uh, I, I hate it. I hate little Nikki so much.
1: There are so many references I make to his movies and little Nikki has a couple of them, But like again, he's one of those like would not last his original content would not last nowadays but totally flipped the stance once i joined the military and uh, he was visiting overseas for something and he didn't do a tour or anything he was just visiting and we got to see him at the bx the BX and i remember just like oh this is funny Can i say hi type thing and i was like okay let me look into it i'll give him another chance and i was like oh, okay his stuff's funny i like it but adam Inley, like as a teenager i was like fuck you fuck him he's stupid i hate him and i'm like yeah yeah he's good he's good i'll give him his props it's fine
0: yeah i mean trying to listen, listen to the cds now i mean they're they're funny to listen to there's other ones just like what the fuck were you even trying to like thinking making this one like i listen to the goat skit i love the, the goat <laughs> skit that one cracks me up every time it's like oh you're a talking goat
2: uh-huh.
1: Pretty cool. He's not an Should older He's not an older comedian, but Brad Williams. Oh, tell me you is know he who the, he is. He's a little is Brad, person. Is,
0: is he, the, okay, yeah, he was in uh he was there with <laughs> Carlos Mencia. He's a hmm He was in Iraq with uh, <laughs> Carlos Mencia. We saw him as well.
1: He's hilarious. Yeah, I just got, I, I ran across this shit years ago. And it wasn't, like, YouTube or anything. I was just literally dicking around. um When I was in Germany, I was dicking around looking for uh stuff on iTunes that I could download and listen to because I couldn't get American, quote, unquote, American music or skits on iTunes unless I was connected, like, to Internet in the U.S. Because once I was overseas, I was on German, so they had a lot of blocks. So I had to torrent a lot of stuff. But I stumbled upon him by complete accident looking for an actor or something that was also named Brad Williams and then fucking hilarious gold. Like I still I still listen to his shit on my iTunes and I will like if I go on a night a road trip, but if I drive like an hour or two, so if I go to Topeka or if I decide to go back home, I would play Brad Williams or I play Dane Cook's old stuff. And my mm-hmm. wife would get so annoyed of how can you listen to a stand-up routine while driving? It's like, because it's fucking hilarious. Go to sleep, because yes. you're going to fall asleep on me in 10 minutes. This is for me. <laughs> it's not for you all. This is for me.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, I had on my, on my iPod when I was deployed in Iraq, I had two, I had, no, I had three. I had Eddie Murphy, uh, Delirious, Eddie Murphy Raw, and I had Rob Williams yep. had on Broadway. I had them download on there, and I listened to Raw and Delirious and Live on Broadway over and over, and then we are on the Frozen shit, we'd play it as well. So we'd have that shit going, and we could quote it, we would quote yep. Eddie Murphy and Robin Williams the entire fucking one, because that's the only thing that I had, and nobody else really had downloaded any. So we'd walking around like, Eddie, Eddie, what have you done for me lately? Just shit like that. and. We all knew what we were talking about. A lot of people didn't know, that so they didn't know Eddie Murphy. Like, fucking is is home you. <laughs> so it's like, the fuck, like what are you guys talking about? Like, so a lot of people caught on to it. And we all started started listening to it, but it's shit like that. Is this how how we learned about a lot of it through other people like that? But I didn't know anything about Eddie Murphy growing up until my dad had told me about him. I obviously i didn't see raw or delirious when i was younger
2: it wasn't until i think i was probably 19 or 20 by the time i saw that one i was a teenager i think i saw it
1: i i i, I can only say teenager because i I definitely remember watching at a buddy's house because we had the fucking parents had such a weird rule we couldn't watch a lot of stuff at our house because religious constraints or political affiliation or somehow tied to middle Eastern or nazis whatever and but the rule was if we watch at our parent or a friend's house they can't control that so whatever the friend's watching we could so rated our stuff but i remember a buddy of mine um his dad rented um raw and we're like okay whatever didn't think anything of it he he played it and he didn't kick any of us out we just sat there in the living room this grown ass man in his like mid 50s watching <laughs> Eddie Murphy I'm just like <gasps> went home was talking to my younger brother telling him about it like this is so funny Eddie Murphy so funny blah 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 you watch what <laughs> it doesn't count I watch it at my friend's house that was your rule I just remember getting my ass beat because I mockingly told him you know it was your rule I can't be in trouble it's your rule <laughs> I don't think I got in trouble for watching it. I got in trouble for mocking, but it makes me feel better if I say it because I watched it. <laughs> Weirdly
2: enough, no, I mean, there's
1: a lot of there's a lot of comedians out there. Uh, I, was, I think we're just getting old, and we're gonna sound like old fucking men going, "I prefer the the olden days," but. There's some truth to it due to the current environment. well yes, but there's some truth to it due due to the current environment status that everyone's having to kind of walk around and tiptoe of whether you call it cancel, whether you call it woke, whether you call it extreme like it doesn't matter. It's just way too many people are easily offended by a joke that is it's the it's funny uh even with like brad williams or a couple of these comedians i follow who have literally like tourette's or there's a guy who has down syndrome there's a uh, stutter there's like all these the tourette's ones are probably my favorite that's not really really but everyone i've seen so many hateful comments were like oh, how dare you joke about them that's not funny and they're like dude i fucking have tourette's like the samuel guy he was uh he was doing a, a youtube performers, I guess I would call it. But he you see him, he's kind of just he's taking his shoulders, moving everything. And he looks down at the crowd front row. And he's like, what the fuck do you have tourettes? Don't don't you start. If you start, I'll start. If I start, we're gonna trigger this whole goddamn room. And so of course <laughs> he twitches and he hit the guy in the front row, he twitches too and he has a different Tourette symptom. And so Sam copies it. He's like, God damn it. And he looks up, he's like, Oh fuck, there's another one. And so he just plays on it. <laughs> And the comments, like it was, it was funny as hell. I I want to say his name is Samuel conroe but I'm gonna look this up all. I'm telling you, this. but it was, it was so funny. And all the comments though was he gets so much shit of how dare you, you're just faking it. Yeah, Samuel J. conroe C O M R O E. Um, he he plays into like he has this he's the only one in his family he doesn't know why i think he does this get about i think my mom cheated because there's no way out of all of his kids i'm dealing with one that has this uh but he just he plays into that and mm-hmm. the fact that there's comments that are just like oh, that's offensive i don't think that's fun. you shouldn't be making fun of it. It's like linda shut the fuck up like chill out yeah and it just I don't want to say it ruins comedy, but it's like, if I watch something on YouTube or if I watch something on TikTok and it's a, com- a comedy or a comedian at all, I don't even go to the comments at all. Even if I'm missing like the beginning part of a joke and I'm trying to see if there's a part one or if there's another part, I can't go to the comments because it's way too up tight in there.
2: Oh yeah, way it too. is. Everybody has to put their opinion out there like it matters.
1: Yeah, they're like buttholes. Everyone's got one. Mm -hmm. and extinct
2: it's always easy to say it's not a dick, don't take it so hard yeah it'll be okay
1: yeah, that's why we get along so well (laughs) no, I mean it it would be it would be interesting to see like we've talked about the comedian Mm -hmm. ghost uh, TV series like bring their skit type since there's not so many. I'm sure. Oh um oh God damn it. He was in Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's a comedian.
2: I can't think of his name now. Goofy ass British dude. And there's John Mulaney. He's in TV shows. That's who it is. Mulaney. That's who it is.
1: <laughs> you said it started with an M. His name starts Malaney. with a John.
0: John <laughs> uh, Malaney, that's His last name is what I was talking about. Like Mullaney is his fucking name.
1: He's Shit. not military. They're not military. Not military. Gonna, no, but you can't go by last name throughout military. I need full oh, names fuck. here. <laughs> no, because he, he what show
0: did he win? Uh, did he win the show? Yes, he won. He won whatever fucking show it was. John Mullaney That's the. See?
2: Fucking, I hate you. <laughs> I can't, he won a fucking... Ugh, what competition was it? Whatever, not... <laughs> you're so not fucking... some fucking showing uh... whatever. John Mulaney won, what, what, what fucking... Somebody probably listen to say It's fucking this, like, I don't know what you're talking about. What fucking show is it? That's making me mad now. What a fucking show. That's all I know. Here's what's funny. It's like what
1: I'm typing, like, what comedy show did John Mullaney win? What comedy competition did John Mulaney? The, the number one thing is at the 70th Primetime Emmy Awards, Mulaney received an Emmy for outstanding writing of variety specials for Kid George uh, Gorgeous. But that's not answering my question. I want to know how did he get his start? <laughs> <laughs> started to piss me off. But he's also, like, uh Sp- Spider-Man into the
2: Spider-Verse. He is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What the fuck? It? Okay, okay. I see, like, a okay. funnier dive shows up, but that's not that's not it. Hold on. I may have found it. Bear with us with everyone. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do better at not searching everything. Uh, you promised I didn't. <laughs> um, he won the Emerging Comics of New York Award for Best Short Film. Two, one year later, he was also picked for the same group's Award for Best Stand Up. Uh, he was in Comedy Central 2009 to 2010. Live. it's really doesn't say I don't say anything about him winning uh, a TV show. On it or whatever, but, uh he has a TV show, doesn't he? Uh
1: Baby J. John Mullaney Baby J. Oh no, that's a Netflix special. He's in Poos and Boots, Slash Wish, Chippendale Rescue
2: Rangers. No, he doesn't have a TV show. He's in movies. He had one back in 2014 called Mulaney. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking. Of. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think he was funny. I don't think he's. I don't think he's that funny. I like his stand-up routine. I
1: never found him funny. Before Baby J, which I haven't finished all the way, just because kids came in and it got to a point, where I was like, oh you can't listen to this way. Mm. Because he's talking about uh, getting clean and sober. Oh. I'm not saying that's why he was funny. I'm just saying that's what his
2: current special's about. Or at least the same that I was getting to. (laughs) Uh Yeah.
1: Now that Roggle has itched at that spot in his brain, fucking yelled at me. Don't yell at the producers.
2: (laughs) Yes, I do. Talent does not do that. Well, we're good at. It.
1: <laughs> but let us know what you think. Uh, did, I, we left off a lot of comedians. Let's not act like we did. We left off a lot of comedians. Oh yeah. If you know what show Rog was talking about, the John Mulaney one. Say something, Swear to please. the show? Say something. Uh, we have a lot of stuff in store for season three. Well, just kind of going forward from here on out. Um, from watch par- parties to game reviews over on Twitch, YouTube, Kick, and Facebook, um, to private showings, special episodes, behind the scenes, live streams, game, game events, and so much more. All of which you can find out via join Discord. Completely free. It doesn't cost a dime or a penny. Come join us. If you like video editions... Of a podcast, and you want to see like the expressions or gestures that get tossed <laughs> up a lot, if you just want to head over to patreon.com forward slash two guys one game podcast. All the links for both of these are listed down below in the description. And you can get behind the scenes, you can get micro episodes, you can get uh the video editions, you get special perks and benefits, you get lots of stuff over at Patreon. It does cost $3 a month, which is yeah, cheaper than any the Amicons. So check it out. And that's all I really got. So we're gonna just let Roggle do his thing, tell you about games and social media and all that stuff.
0: I got nothing. Check us out on YouTube, <sighs> Twitch, Kick, Instagram, check out the website, You guys want gamepad, check out the merch store, everything there, Patreon, Discord like six ten. And check us out on Thursdays when we play More Like the Warzone. Like always. We're gonna play Fortnite. Right? I don't wanna, fucking game sucks. Well, that's John.
2: I tried <laughs> no, Fortnite. Not happening. <laughs> no <Who> knows. <laughs> Until then. Bye, bitch!